0: Hello and welcome. My name is Brugida Conceição and I'm the chairperson of the e committee. Joining me today are my guests and in interviewees, Inês Moreira, founder of the online vintage store The Golden Age, and Sophia Ponte, co-owner of the local slow fashion business Adara. Firstly, thank you so much for accepting my invitation and agreeing to take part in this podcast.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you. So, the
0: first question that I have for you today is What inspired you to start your ethical fashion businesses? Let's start with you, Inej.
1: Uh, So basically, I always love fashion, especially vintage clothes. Um, Actually, the name of my shop, Golden Age, comes from uh, Golden Age Thinking, which is something that I have. Uh, It's the belief that a different period of time was better. And in this case, I think that maybe the best clothes have already been made. Um, of some of the best clothes of course so I've always loved vintage clothing uh, taking inspiration from vintage uh, fashion shows and, and tv and movies so I always went to thrift shops to to search for that type of clothing that I could not find in fast fashion so in my trips to the thrift, I would always see amazing clothes that were not my size and I always wanted to buy them. So I thought that if I could buy them and then style them, uh, more people would have access to it if I sold them online. Because especially in Portugal, uh, only the two bigger cities like Lisbon and Porto have a lot of thrift shops and vintage stores, but other smaller cities do not have that. So I would thought that uh, through e-commerce and so selling them online, I could reach reach more people and maybe start to change some mentalities. So yes. Thank you so
0: much for your answer. What about you, Sofia? What inspired you to start Adara? Uh,
2: in my case, I. Um... I started going to this local tailor with my mom and I um, started looking through her fabrics and I started making different shirts for myself. Um, and my friends would always ask me where I got the shirts and I said in a local tailor. And so talking with a friend of mine, we realized that we couldn't make this uh, little business. And um, not only would it be different shirts with fabrics that people wouldn't normally find at the store, so it would be quite fair for you to see someone with a piece like one of ours, and it would be uh, it would also have the advantage of being in a local tailor. So you know you're not actually paying for fast fashion; you're paying for someone that would set their own prices. Um, and at the same time, it would be an alternative to fast fashion, and still an alternative to thrifting. Uh, in come up with a different concept, I guess. And Obara comes from uh, Kitano Veloso's song that me and my partner love, and it means comfortable and good, so it's kind of the vibe that we were going for
0: Thank you so much for our fascinating stories. Now, I would like to ask you a question that is a bit more complicated. In your opinion, what is the biggest challenge in transitioning from our current culture of fast fashion so mindset of reuse, recycling, and ethical production. Sophia, do you want to answer this one first?
2: Okay. <laughs> um, especially since our businesses are online, it's always a bit more difficult for people to know their size or um, know how. Because you, we already have with the fast fashion brands, we already know what size we wear for each. So when you're having a kind of business like this, it uh, could throw some people off uh, in terms of size. And of course, the price, sometimes, uh, at least in my case, it's a bit difficult because it's someone setting their own prices and, and they're not being underpaid because uh, the tailor chooses how she wants to be paid. So I feel like. It's definitely not being able to see the piece and sometimes the price can throw some people off. But I feel like at the end of the day, you're paying for something different. So we kind of have to think about that as well.
1: Thank you so much for your answer. What about you, Ines? What's your opinion on this? Um, so I think there are a lot of challenges, uh, especially because we are changing mentalities and changing a whole culture and uh, Sophia said it well in talking about her, um, her local business and the challenge that she and her customers face. Uh, so I think I I'll talk about it in a much more rather sense, like globally. I think we have, we have first to look at the two parts of the business, the consumer and the producers. In the consumer part, we have to capture people's attention to vintage clothes, minimalism. Uh, some people are now speaking about having a capsule wardrobe and having quality over quantity that is very important. Um, people are also talking about reuse. You have to have more uses for the same item of cloth uh, clothing. Um, So for that, we have to stop the consummism mindset that has been emphasized and promoted by social media. Now we can see new trends whenever we like. People now say that we don't have two seasons anymore. We have several seasons every every month. We have a new season, of course. um, Fast fashion stores also. Uh, help with that because they have new clothes coming out like every week so people feel the need to keep up and buy more clothes so we have to change that mindset also people need to learn relearn how to take care of their clothes like washing in a much more lower temperature is less damaging people need to also have the the, the habit of mending their clothes, repairing, so that it would last longer. Uh, and also we have to, to give people accessibility, as I said, because in some smaller towns, it's not easy to find sustainable options. And some people don't even um, want to buy things through the, through the internet. Um, but we also have to talk about the production, the producers, because 80% of the climate impact of a garment is in the production chain, is before it even gets to the store. So I think we need new technologies um, to develop and make sure new processes of fashion are implemented and well implemented, um, because we need to lower the costs that today is very, very expensive to to make ethical clothes. And then in the final price, the, the consumer feels that. And sometimes if it's not informed, it, um, the, the consumer chooses, obviously, fast fashion. Um, the materials need to be organic, but they also have to w- go through pr- processes that are not, uh, not causing harm. Maybe sometimes we have uh, organic cotton, but then we bleach it and we dye it and then it's not, it's not ethical anymore. So, yes, I think we have to look to the consumer, but also the producers.
2: But uh, we also, I remember we already talked about this, but I also feel like uh, it's the best time to have this kind of business, because especially because of what you were saying, that um, every month or every week we have a new trend and we have tons and tons of new clothes. It's also uh, almost the, the best time to have this kind of uh, ethical uh, production and especially your business of being uh, vintage and old clothes, because nowadays, more than ever, we have the access to what was good back then and what we enjoyed from what was good back then. So people can take inspiration. And at the same time, I feel like there's an increasing desire to stand out, especially because of fast fashion. So it kind of goes against, the trend goes against itself. Uh, because people will look more for things that are not fast fashion in order to stand out in the fast
0: fashion world. Thank you so much for your answers. Uh, It was really, really lovely to hear. So in my final question, I want to take a look into the future and ask you, what do you think the fashion industry, especially its business model, will look like in 20 years? Inej, do you want to start
1: answering this one? Yes, I can start. Um, so I think, as I said in my previous answer, there will be new materials uh, because of new technology uh, that is going to be developed and new processes. Then I think that, as Sophia said, uh, people want to stand out people want to express themselves through fashion so i think that customization will be a big part of the future in fashion uh, and it is also very intelligent because uh, now the the value of the of the piece of cloth for the for the consumer increases because it's personal it's one of a kind and it says something about them so maybe they will they will wear it more often take care of it better so it's it's I think we will actually um, prolong the active lifetime of the garment. I think that is the future. Also, I think that sustainability is going to be the norm. I think it has to be. Otherwise, it is going very diffi- it's going to be very difficult to maintain um, our planet and fashion production. I think, for example, to be more specific, the labels nowadays, we have the materials. that are included in the fabric. But I think in the future, we also will have the production process. Um, in the label because people are starting to to care about it even more uh, then I think that online um, will will definitely uh, have a bigger statement in the future especially with this pandemic we saw the um, the escape of the online and the importance of the of online retail um, ah, and I also um, also saw a very Interesting uh, topic being discussed. Like that it, that is the the waste in the in the production. And um, actually, I heard someone say that the the waste is actually a uh, uh, error of design. So if we can design the process of the production of a garment to have zero waste, it will it will be more intelligent and better for the environment, of course. Thank you for your
0: answer. What about you, Sofia? What do you think?
2: Uh, I definitely agree with what you was saying about uh, the increasing awareness of how how fashion can, especially fast fashion, can harm the planet and um, create all this waste. So I feel like the future. I I don't know if it's going to be with the best intentions or with just the intentions of pleasing the consumer that is going to be increasingly aware of this topic, but um, I feel like even fast fashion stores could have like a, a vintage section or a vintage hot, uh, aisle. Once again, I don't know if it's going to be with the actual intention of bringing uh, ethical production or just to please a certain consumer uh, market, but I feel like that will definitely happen. And as well. Um, I feel like there will be some kind of a tag like in the supermarket where these days you could have bio products. There could be like a tag in a fashion store that says ethical production or recycle. I feel like we're starting to see that, but I feel like that will be the norm in the future.
0: Thank you so much. Unfortunately, that was the last question I had for you. Thank you so much, once again, for joining me today. I hope that our listeners will be as inspired to fight for a change in the fashion industry as I am right now. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye. Thank Thank you for
0: having having us.